what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. You cannot win the world out here by going along to get along. You cannot win the world out here and ignore sin. You can't do it. You have to point out the sin and then you point to the solution, which is Christ in Him crucified. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the Gospel according to St. Luke. The Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, we're going to begin in verse 51. Luke 9, verse 51, and it came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up. He steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before his face, and they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him, because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, Wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit ye are of. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. I want to continue with the message we started last week. And they did not receive him. The love that God has for us, it goes so deep. You and I in the natural mind and our span of life, whatever span that may be, will never come to a full knowledge of God's love for us. God commended His love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I don't know who you are today, but I want to tell you, God loves you. Sir, he's right there in that prison cell today. He loves you. And Jesus Christ further demonstrated his love to mankind by going into a village of Samaria. Now, that might not mean a whole lot to you unless you've got a little background. And now I I, I went into a lot of that history last week. I'm not going to go into all that this week. But there was a great hatred that had developed between the Jews and the Samaritans. The Samaritans were a result of interracial marriage, a thing which 
God said such should not be done as it pertains to the Jews. The Samaritans made their own religion. They adopted the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible written by Moses, but they believed that the Messiah would be no greater than Moses. They built their own temple in Mount Gerizim and said that that was the place where men ought to worship. The hatred was intense. The Jews hated the Samaritans so much they would go miles out of the way, a three days journey extra to go around Samaria to get to the Sea of Galilee. But not Jesus. He did not let the racism and the religious animosity and the false doctrine, he did not let that stop him from going into that city. Why? Because he loved those people. Glory to God. He loved them. The Bible says that he sent messengers into this little village. Their purpose was to make ready. For the Lord Jesus Christ. And just as the Lord sent those messengers into Samaria. With the message that Jesus Christ is coming. You and I today. Have been sent into all the world. With that same message. That Jesus Christ is coming again. Glory to God. But now here's the thing. The Bible says they did not receive him. Why? I look at the masses in the world today. And so many of them out there will not accept Jesus Christ. Why? Living for Jesus is one of the most fulfilling lives that you could ever have i know people right now their lives are wrecked and ruined it's it's chaos it's just something going on all the time drama in the family something going on all the time and and a lot of it most of it all of it can be resolved if they would just accept jesus christ as their savior the drama can stop Jesus Christ can put that broken home back together. He can heal that marriage. Jesus Christ can touch the hearts of those children and deal with them and their grades will come up and their behavior will be better in school. The answer is Jesus Christ. But they will not receive Him. Why? Look in verse 53. The Samaritans wouldn't receive Jesus Christ because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. Jesus did not fit their ideology of what they thought the Messiah would be. They had conjured up another Jesus. A Jesus that would show them the right way, the true way. Let me tell you something, any other way other than the cross is a wrong way. There's only one way 
ladies and gentlemen. And that's through and by Christ and what he did for us at Calvary. That's it. There, there is no other way. But they wanted a Jesus that would go along with their false doctrine. They wanted a Jesus that would come in and tell them how pretty they are. Oh, y'all okay? We're all serving the same God. Y'all want to worship here in Mount Gerizim? The Jews want to worship over there in Jerusalem? It's okay. We're all serving the same God. It don't matter where you worship at. Compromise. Well, Brother James, don't you think if Jesus had just compromised a little bit and gave in to him a little bit, don't you think he would have won them over? Yeah, maybe. But it wouldn't have done them any good. Why? Don't you think Jesus should have won them folks over by compromising a little bit, giving in a little bit? No, for Jesus Christ to give in to false doctrine is sin. And then if Jesus went to Calvary, wouldn't have done any good, none of us would be saved today. Let me tell you something. You cannot win the world out here by going along to get along. You cannot win the world out here and ignore sin. You can't do it. You have to point out the sin, and then you point to the solution of the sin, which is Christ in him crucified. That's why Jesus set his face to Jerusalem, and the Samaritans saw that. He's not going to bend to our doctrine. And they would not receive him. That's the reason why there are so many in this nation today and around the world that will not receive Jesus Christ because he only presents one way. He only presents one solution. There are many in our government today that will not receive Jesus Christ. They hate Jesus Christ and if they had their way, they would abolish Christianity altogether. Just look at what the government has done to the churches. The church has been considered non-essential. Shut the church down because it's non-essential. There's a major battle going on right now between Grace Community Church and the state of California. A judge ruled in favor of the church saying that the shutdown was unconstitutional. The state then pressured the city to revoke their lease on a parking lot deck which they had been leasing out to the church for over 30 years. The church is under attack. You say, well, Brother James, that's out in California. Them crazy folks is all the time doing stuff. But wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Something can happen in the nation right now, like what's going on in Louisville, Kentucky, and it just spreads all over the country, and people get in an uproar about it. It's time for the church to get in an uproar about some things that's going on. It's time for the church to stand up and be the church. It's time for the church to start marching with the blood-stained banner of Jesus Christ. And if the church don't start standing up and taking a stand for some things, then we're going to be shut down. And we're going to be pressured. See, But hold on, I ain't finished yet. 
the same governor that pushed this agenda to shut down the churches in his state signed a bill this week stating that they will no longer register an individual as a sex offender for raping children. That is, if the child says that it was consensual. Now you think of that. And the reason he signed the bill was to appease the LGBTQ community. They hate God because in the beginning, God created a man and a woman. And said that marriage was, be, was to be between a man and a woman. And they want two, two men to get married and two women to get married. And that ain't what God said in his word. And they hate God because he's the one that made the rules. You know, it's amazing to me. How an LGBTQ rainbow flag and a Black Lives Matter flag can hang in the classroom, but yet the Ten Commandments is not. This week, Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho, this past Wednesday afternoon, they held a psalm singing event in a community city square. This was not anything new. They planned these two or three times a year to uplift the community. Going to go out in the community and stand in the square and sing the hymns of the faith. The police were directed to break it up because the people were not six foot distancing and they were not wearing masks. Five people were cited, given tickets, and three were arrested while the congregation stood in the public square and sang, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Yet just a few weeks earlier, Black Lives Matter marched through that same little public square and had a demonstration. They were not six foot distancing. They were not wearing masks. And nothing was said. Does that anger you? Does that upset you a little bit? It ought to. The church is under attack today because they will not receive Jesus Christ. Black Lives Matter, for those of you that don't know, that title sounds great, and we should love our black brothers and sisters in the Lord. Jesus loves everybody. But the leaders of that organization have stated that they are trained Marxist, communist, and their agenda is to tear down the government of the United States, to overthrow the government of the United States. And they say they're marching because of racial injustice. No, they're marching to tear down the government of the United States. And this is what's really disturbing about it, folks. We got churches that's got Black Lives Matter 
right across the front of their church. A child of God, a Christian, has no business siding up with such an organization. Communism is anti-God. It's anti-Bible and anti-Christ, and the church has no business siding up with it. Well, don't you think we need to do something about racism in this country, Brother James? I do. But let me tell you what uh, Morgan Freeman said. Y'all know Morgan Freeman, the Hollywood actor? This is what he said when, when somebody asked him, what do we do about racism? He said, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. And the liberal news media in this country, they're the ones that keep shaking the jar. They're the ones that keep feeding this garbage, and people keep looking at it and getting riled up and stirred up and going into towns and, 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 and the cities, tearing up everything. The news media is what's got them worked up. You can take some fire ants and some black ants and put them in a jar, and they'll get along fine. But you go shake in the jar, and they'll kill each other. And the news media is the ones that keep shaking the jar in this country. And then you, as a child of God, you're going to sit there and look at that garbage and wonder why your nerves is all tore up. Stop looking at that garbage and get over there to a gospel channel and start worshiping God and thanking God for the great blessings that he has poured out upon you. The Democratic Party, they had their convention just a few weeks ago. When they said the Pledge of Allegiance, they left out under God in the Pledge of Allegiance. One nation under God. They strike that out, and there were no prayers offered up during that convention. You know what that tells me? That tells me that the Democratic Party has no room for God. The Democratic Party, they believe in abortion. If the woman has the child on the table and the child is laying there and the child is alive, they believe that you can kill that child right there even after it's been just born. That's what they're pushing for in this country today. That's what they believe. And they believe in same-sex marriage, which the Word of God tells us such is not to be. For you as a child of God to cast a vote for a party that goes against this Bible that I hold in my hands, when you strike that vote, you are sinning. If this upcoming election goes in the direction of the Democrats, I will no longer be able to preach against sin because that will be considered hate speech. Well, Brother James, there's other things you can preach about. No, 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 don't even go there. Because the gospel of Jesus Christ addresses sin. And when you say you can't deal with sin, there goes the gospel. The folks in this country had better wake up. The church in this country had better wake up. If this election goes wrong, then preachers will be arrested. You may be arrested.
because you came to church and didn't wear a mask. You may be arrested because you were out in public singing. Oh, but you can go out here and burn flags and burn Bibles and flip over cars and set buildings on fire and just, just holler and hoop and raise all kind of cane and won't say nothing to you about that. But you start lifting up the name of Jesus and you start praising God and singing praises to God in public, they will lock you up and put you in jail and put away the key. That's what's coming. So my friend, if you're listening to this message today and you're saying there ain't no need in worrying about it, Donald Trump's going to win, and you say you're not going to worry about getting out to the polls and voting, if you don't go to that poll and vote, you're voting for the other party. So what are you saying, Brother James? I'm saying get off your blessed assurance and go to that poll and vote when it's time to vote come November. All right. I want to show you something here. The disciples got upset when they would not receive him. And every one of you under the sound of my voice right now, you should be upset over some of the things I've said. You shouldn't be upset with me. I'm just a messenger boy. I'm just a delivery boy. Paul said, if I become your enemy because I tell you the truth. In one way or the other this morning, a lot of you are angry with me. Or you're angry at some of the things I've said. And the disciples were angry. And they said, Lord, look at it. Luke 9, verse 54. James and John now. These, were, these two men, James and John, were in the inner circle. The Lord had three that he always took with him. Peter, James, and John. And they went, he, always, he went a little further with them than he did the other twelve. They had a little bit closer relationship to the Lord than all the rest did. And James and John said, when they saw that the Lord was rejected, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did? They wanted the judgment of God to come down. On these people. Is that what you want? I saw a picture this week on Facebook. Nancy Pelosi. She was drowning in the water. Couldn't swim. Trying to get out of the water. And the caption underneath said, What would you do? If you could, if you could swim, would you save her life? And a little boy said, I'd save her life, but my daddy would beat my tail. <laughs> but do you feel that way? When you see these groups marching in the street and they're tearing up everything and they're blocking traffic and you sit there and you watch that over television, are you sitting there thinking, if I was in that car, I'd just hit the gas? Hello? The Bible says that Jesus rebuked them. 
He rebuked the disciples just like he rebuked demon spirits. Because listen to me, the same demon spirits that was behind the Samaritans and their false doctrine was now influencing the disciples and they didn't even know it. The same demon spirits that are influencing LGBTQ, the same demon spirits that are influencing the Democratic Party, the same demon spirits that are influencing Black Lives Matter, and all of these other groups is the same spirit that is influencing you when you look at it and you have such thoughts. And it's not of God, and it's not right. And the Lord is not pleased with it. See, that's the dichotomy that the child of God finds himself in today. When you look at that, we need to keep in mind what Jesus said. Luke 9, verse 56. The Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save. We need to pray for these people in these groups that they will accept Jesus Christ before it's everlasting too late. program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And now we're having worship service inside the church every Sunday morning at 930. As well, we're also having Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are being broadcast to the parking lot for those who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.